Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Hard Truth. Last episode, we learned all about post-traumatic stress disorder. We discussed the criteria, some of the symptoms, and talked heavily about how comorbid PTSD really can be. Today, for episode two, we are going to shift a little bit and talk about drinking cultures and alcohol use disorder, otherwise known as AUD, within military and veteran populations. You might be thinking to yourself, Jenny, what in the world does drinking cultures and alcohol use disorder have to do with what we, are, what we learned about post-traumatic stress disorder? Well, I'm going to tell you. As we discussed in the first episode of the podcast, PTSD is highly comorbid with other mental health disorders, especially depression, And these two disorders also have a strong comorbidity with alcohol use disorder. So my logic says that it is also important to understand the prevalence of alcohol use disorder in veteran populations. We also briefly mentioned in the previous podcast that veterans with PTSD are at a heightened risk of dying from behavioral causes, one of those causes being long-term alcohol consumption. Alcohol use and PTSD do have a very strong relationship, especially when we're talking about the veteran population, which is why we we will be discussing both throughout this episode of the podcast. Now we are going to discuss alcohol use among military populations. Research shows that the drinking rates among military populations are more than 10% higher than the general adult population, and about 5% higher than the college student population. And the drinking rates among veterans are the highest of all of these groups. So now you might be wondering why military and veteran populations' drinking rates are higher than the general adult population and even higher than college students. This is because Heavy drinking is completely normalized in military culture. Within this specific culture, drinking is a way of bonding and building connections and friendships with the other service members. When I was looking for research specific to drinking norms and cultures among veterans, it was very difficult to find information. It appears that there might be a gap in this area of study, meaning that there's limited research that has been published focusing on this specific aspect. However, I was able to find small pieces of information relevant to this topic. Some of the research research suggested that people in the military tend to have exaggerated perceptions of their fellow service members drinking. The way I understand this is that individuals are perceiving and more importantly believing that the other members in the military are drinking more than what they actually are. This limited research also showed that when drinking behaviors were highly approved by an individual, it was associated with more weekly drinking, more binge drinking, and more alcohol problems in general. Overall, the military culture promotes and normalizes heavy drinking, and on top of this already normalized heavy drinking, it is seen that military service members perceive that their peers are drinking more than they are actually consuming. Throughout so many different populations and cultures, it can be seen that if someone perceives the people around them are participating or engaging in a 
particular activity, they will also participate. Drinking is no exception to this. So we see higher amounts of alcohol being consumed, even if the person does not really want to. It kind of reminds me of a sort of peer pressure. So now that we see heavy levels of normalized drinking across military cultures, what are some of the consequences? Because we all know that when drinking behavior becomes too heavy and too much, it is usually not good. Alcohol misuse is strongly associated with an increase in difficulties at work and other daily activities, reduced social functioning in interpersonal relationships, and overall poorer health. So here we see daily life functioning difficulties and an overall poorer physical health. What do these characteristics remind you of? That's right. They are strikingly similar to some of the associations that go along with PTSD in veteran populations. And this is what I discussed in the first episode of the podcast. So really, what is this connection or... Is there any connection at all? As discussed earlier, PTSD is highly comorbid with other mental health disorders. After looking at all of this research and information, I do believe that there are definitely connections between veterans who have post-traumatic stress disorder and veterans who struggle with a substance use disorder. Up until this point in my podcast, I have used facts and research to discuss my thoughts and ideas, but now I'm going to take it in a little bit of a different direction. The last few minutes of this podcast are my own personal thoughts and opinions, but I'm basing them off of the research that I have done over this topic. When I look at post-traumatic stress disorder and alcohol use disorder, I see that the two have so many boundaries and characteristics that seem to overlap with each other. So this really gets me thinking, and it might also get you thinking something similar, but is it is PTSD leading people to consume higher amounts of alcohol? This is the question that kept coming up in my mind as I was doing all of this research on veterans. Is PTSD leading people to consume higher amounts of alcohol which in turn leads to alcohol use disorder. In my opinion, I think this is the connection that we are not explicitly saying. People in the military or individuals who are willing to go to war risk their lives for their country. When they do this, they are often witnessing multiple traumatic events, and this is something that most general people do not ever fully understand. It cannot be easy for veterans to return home and have to return to the daily life and seemingly act as though nothing has really changed. And on top of that, it is probably even harder that most general people do not fully understand what they have gone through or are continuing to experience even after they get home. So that leaves us with what happens to them now. What are veterans supposed to do when they come home from combat? I think that these questions and feelings are an extremely likely reason that these people may turn to alcohol in order to cope with what they have gone through and are likely still going through. Just like the example I gave earlier of the veteran who started drinking because he could not sleep, or possibly a veteran who drinks heavily because this is the way the military 
cultured him to think about drinking habits. And it is small incidences like this that then spiral out of control. Of course, I do not want to say anything is a direct cause of something else, but there are definitely relationships between post-traumatic stress disorder and alcohol use disorder. It also does not help that drinking within military cultures is so normalized and encouraged. This is priming individuals in the service to use alcohol at higher levels than the general population to begin with. So first, I'm going to start by talking a little bit about drinking culture in general. I did some background research before making this podcast to find out a little bit more about drinking culture and alcohol use disorder, just so I could strengthen my knowledge of the topic. The research I found shows that those with a mental health disorder are three times more likely to have an addictive disorder than those who do not have a mental health disorder. In 2016, 36% of adults with alcohol use disorder also had a comorbid mental health disorder, meaning that they were struggling with at least two mental disorders at the same time, if not more. These are statistics about the general population, but now we're going to shift our focus toward veterans specifically. In the United States, there are currently 21.8 million veterans. This represents almost 10% of the entire population. This is a huge chunk of the population that is likely being exposed to trauma on a much more prominent basis than the general adult population. When looking into the research, I found that many of the studies have been conducted on alcohol use disorder among veteran populations, but the results tend to vary because alcohol use disorder is defined differently by different researchers. Because alcohol use disorder can be defined using different scales and in so many different ways, results of these studies have shown anywhere from 12% to 40% prevalence of alcohol use disorder among veterans. This is a pretty wide range of percentages, but the exact percentage is unknown due to the mixed results of these studies. However, The research does show that veterans with lifetime alcohol use disorder have substantially higher rates of mood and anxiety disorders. They also have higher levels of lifetime drug use disorder, higher levels of suicidal ideation, and suicide attempts. The association between alcohol use disorder and suicidal ideation and suicide attempt is very strong. It is unclear if this relationship is causal or mediated by other factors. This means that the research has not been able to prove that alcohol use disorder is the direct cause of suicide among veterans, or if there is potentially some other factor that is related to AUD that would be causing these numbers to go up. But we do know that there is a strong relationship between the two. It's really important that we are screening and monitoring veterans with alcohol use disorder because we can clearly see from this research that the relationship with suicide is strong. So it's really important that we pay attention to these people and really see what's going on. From the research that has been conducted around alcohol use disorder among veteran populations, we also see significant relationships between cumulative trauma burden and lifetime alcohol use disorder. This association can be interpreted in different ways, 
However, the research generally explains alcohol use disorder as being mediated or brought about by post-traumatic stress disorder and major depressive disorder. This could possibly be the case because traumatic and stressful life events may use up someone's future coping resources and increase their vulnerability to negative experiences. Research among veterans also shows that alcohol use is often used as a way to cope with stress and negative emotional states, which can increase the likelihood of developing alcohol use disorder. Let's just take a hypothetical scenario, for example. Imagine a military veteran returns home from war and is suffering from some post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms. He can't sleep at night because every time he closes his eyes, he starts reliving the trauma that he experienced while he was serving in the military. So he begins to drink to help him fall asleep at night. The amount of drinking increases day by day, week by week, and pretty soon this drinking leads over throughout the daytime too. After a few months of this cycle, this veteran develops alcohol use disorder. He is now dependent on alcohol to get through every day and every night. And unfortunately, for so many veterans, this scenario is a reality. And this same situation is related to both post-traumatic stress disorder and major depressive disorder. The research shows that as the distress and suffering of depression and post-traumatic stress increase, so does the likelihood that an individual will self-medicate using alcohol. An individual might choose to self-medicate as a way to alleviate some of their suffering that go along with these disorders. It's a vicious cycle that so many people fall into, and it can be very, very tough to work your way out once you're there. The purpose of this episode of the podcast was to acknowledge the drinking normalization and habits of individuals in military culture, specifically how this normalization of drinking affects veterans when they return home from combat, specifically developing alcohol use disorder. Throughout doing this research and talking about these topics, I realized that there were many connections between post-traumatic stress disorder and alcohol use disorder, mainly being that alcohol is so often used as a substance to help reduce the symptoms and distress of post-traumatic stress disorder and depressive disorder. I just wanted to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you get the chance to tune in for my third and final episode of The Hard Truth. Have a great day.